You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And every week, I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Listen, how's your time management these days? This is, if you're listening in at real time, this is the beginning of a new year. And a lot of people are really wanting to master their time and to build in incredible habits and all the things with the new year resolutions. But I have a perfect guest today that's going to walk us through how to get a handle on maybe the chaos in our days and to manage our time in a more efficient and effective manner. And so I'm so excited to have Tabitha Perry on the show. She is the ultimate go-to life coach who encourages and equips women that are wanting less chaos and more order in their life. Sign me up. And with over 15 years of experience in the criminal justice system and 20 plus moves under her belt. Oh my gosh, we're gonna have to talk about that. A master's in social worker. She's a girl mom. She's got two adorable girls and she's a wife to Steve. And she's got advice that will make any day less stressful for the woman juggling a lot of responsibilities. Is that you? Are you one of those women? I know I am. She loves helping women create simple edits in their daily life so they can step into their fullest God-given potential. So I am so excited. Welcome, Miss Tabitha Perry. I should say, Mrs. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, this is so fun. And we've known each other for a while, and I'm so blessed to call you a friend. And honestly, I just feel like this is such a good timing. And I don't have a lot of life coaches on the show, but I think sprinkled in is so important and valuable because we all need a coach. Coaches need coaches, mentors need mentors. And if you've never had a coach before and you're listening to this, I want you to really perk up your ears because sometimes we just need someone to get us over the hump and to prod us a little bit in a loving, kind way to get us to that next level of excellence. And Tabitha does just that. But I love the way really your kind of slogan is about turning chaos into order. And God is a God of order, right? We're not supposed to be operating in a tornado of chaos. And yet we as women oftentimes are. Let's talk about maybe some of the women that you've worked with or just what that chaos tends to look like in a typical woman's life and how you bring order. Yeah, absolutely. So I absolutely love working with women who have this non nine to five job, right? So entrepreneurs, financial planners, realtors, stay-at-home moms, the hybrid mom that maybe works and stays home because there's a lot of responsibilities. And when we're trying to juggle all of them, there's going to be times when it's hard to prioritize and you've got three things you're supposed to be doing at the same time. And it just feels overwhelming because chaos is something that you and I could be in the same situation and I could be like feeling like everything's really chaotic, but Wendy, you could actually be just fine with it. Depends on the personality too. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. dependent on who we are. So when I say chaos, it's like your own personal version of what that chaos is, but ultimately God is a God of order. 
And sometimes it's right between the years, that chaos or the thought that it is chaos when really it's not. It's take a deep breath and let's just walk through it, have a different set of eyes and different perspective. Absolutely. Because God wants us to, he knows our hearts. That's where he starts, right? And so our heart and our mind are interconnected. And so we need to know where that chaos is coming. Now, sometimes our external environment is a good representation of what's going on inside of us. And then sometimes what's going on inside of us is can be calmed by our external environment. So for example, when I come to my little office for working, I like to have it cleaned up. But right now it's feng shui, baby. Feng shui. (laughs) Totally. But there's just times that it just doesn't happen. And so I know that this is just a mindset work, right? Like I can handle this. And it's interesting that you bring that up because I talk a lot with my clients as it pertains to their health and their well-being. And sometimes they are living in a space that that, like you said, it reflects exactly what their their health looks like. But there's other times, and this is what I really help them discover and point out is that maybe on the outside, it looks really good, but there's a lot of junk drawers. You know what I mean? There's a lot of interior stuff that they need to like unpack, organize and get out of their life because it's that icky inner stuff that's keeping them stuck. So let's talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. And so one of those junk drawers that we can have in our life is how we deal with time. So some of us weren't raised on schedules. Some of us were. And how we were raised in our relationship with time even is something that we have to be really aware of how we were raised and knowing how we interact with each other, right? All of the chaos, all of those junk drawers that we can have in our life. It's anything that you deem as chaos. And again, we all have different junk drawers, right? My, I have two in my kitchen right now. My kids know they can go there and probably find anything that they need. And so it serves a purpose. Like, why do we keep those junk drawers? Because that's where the batteries are. That's where, that's the, where the batteries is. are. <laughs> too. So true. So true. And because it's convenient, right? Those mm. drawers have held a lot of things and they're predictable. And sometimes chaos can be more predictable than having order in our life, which is why we keep those junk drawers around. Which and you is why just we said, oh my gosh, you just said you can go to that drawer and find anything. And so think about that and just analytically or whatever, unpacking that, how people tend to keep that chaotic stuff going on because they can go to that emotion that's a comfortable, even though it's an unhealthy emotion or whatever, it's still a comfortable place they know. So they can go to it. For sure. And it served them. It served me for sure. When I operate in chaos, sometimes I'm more comfortable there than I am in calm and peace. What am I supposed to do? Chaos gives us purpose. There's fires to put out. There's people to help. It's an adrenaline (laughs) rush. Adrenaline (laughs) rush. It absolutely is. And so many of my clients, Mm -hmm. that is where we're at. That is, is where we've come is that they've created this chaos in their life unintentionally, sometimes intentionally. And they're wanting to figure out who they are again, because really the chaos and all the people and all the things have started to define them. Mm -hmm. And it's not what they really want to choose and be intentional with in their life. It's kind of been put on them as opposed to them choosing that. So Proverbs 21, five says the plans of the diligent lead only to abundance, but all who rush in arrive only at want. And then I think about the other the other version, which is 
it's a CSB version, Christian Standard Bible. The plans of the diligent certainly lead to profit, but anyone who is reckless only becomes poor. So I think about that in terms of a day. We have 24 hours, and if we don't manage it, it will manage us. And so let's talk a little bit about that because when we are talking about time management, we're all in different seasons and stages of our life. But sometimes it can become an idol, but yet other times, like this proverb says, it can help you become successful when you are really owning your day. So how do you help your clients own their day? Yeah. So honestly, the, the trick of it is boundaries, mm-hmm. knowing where, like what it is that you need to do externally and internally, again, like the thoughts and then the behaviors. But the first thing that I encourage every client to do, and it sounds so silly, is to decide on a bedtime and a wake-up time. Yes, yes. It is back (laughs) to the basics, which I know, Wendy, you are definitely like something so important (laughs) that you you tell your clients as well. That predictability, those two choices, literally making a choice, I'm going to bed at this time and I'm going to wake up on this time. When you follow through with those choices, you're building trust with yourself. And time management is about trusting yourself to do what you say you're going to do at that time. Boundaries. Which is actually not just a trusting, it's a respecting yourself enough to do that, right? Yes. Integrity, following through with what you say you're going to do that you are, you have value enough to actually say something and then do it. It doesn't have to be for somebody else. Like you said it. So you're going to do it. Another thing with creating those like bedtime and wake up time. And again, not everyone wants to sleep eight hours. It's definitely suggested. Wendy definitely suggests sleeping (laughs) really good. You need some good sleep hygiene. You need some good sleep. But all I'm saying is even just decide on a time and see if it works for you. I, some people are claim to be night owls. Some people claim to be morning people. And I am of the opinion that you can be whatever you want to be. And so if you start labeling yourself, that is what you're probably going to be. I did a genetic testing and I'm actually predispositioned to being a night owl, but I am a morning person. I've always been because that's how I was raised. And that's what served my life. Well, I view it as like competitive. Can I be the first one up in the morning? Like it is, it is super fun. But the reason that it's so important is because it takes away decisions that you have to make during the day because we get decision fatigue, the thousands of decisions we are having to make every single day. And especially when you're having to decide when to stop activities, when to start activities with time management, if you've already decided those are two things that you're going to do, it's going to help you so much because how often do people sit on the couch should we watch another show or should I read another chapter or should I go work out when I know I should be going to bed? If you've already decided and you follow through, you're saving yourself a lot of mind drama and a lot of chaos, especially in the morning, because you set yourself up for that morning by what you do at night. You're right. It becomes decision fatigue. And the more I always tell people, my, my clients to pin themselves in. Don't just pencil yourself in the calendar, pen yourself in. And so when it's penned in, it's locked in. And so it says healthy boundaries. And then you're right. You don't have to make a decision. You already know what's next and it's all good. It's, oh, that's what's next. That's what's next. And then you just don't have to think about it. So I love that. I love that a lot. You talk a little bit about time management versus energy management. And we're talking a little bit about it right now, but let's dive into it a little bit more. Sure. So I've always been obsessed with time management. That to me is like very practical. 
energy management is a little less tangible, right? Because it's how you feel and depending on the time of the month, the time of the day, I've got lots of different feelings and energy levels. So I think it's really cool to understand that we have energy management and time management and they are interrelated. We need to be aware of that. There are certain times of the month or certain times of the day that we just operate better. Things just go smoother for us. And so when we are scheduling things in our day, be cognizant and aware that, for example, I operate better in the morning before three o'clock. So my workday ends at three o'clock. Awesome. Granted, I have my kids to take care of at that time, but I don't schedule things after that at night. I've even said no to big, really cool opportunities because in the evening, my brain doesn't operate at its best. And so being able to understand that that is my energy and that I want to respect how God created me and then also respect my time. And so then that way I know that I have to get things done (laughs) because I've got little people to take care of and my brain's going to shut down. Yeah. Todd, my husband, he works out at four o'clock every day. That's his jam. And I'm like, four o'clock. No way, man. I'm like tapped out. Like I'm an earlier in the day workout person. If I'm going to go for a walk in the afternoon, fine, but I'm not going to do my hardcore workout. And so I think it's fascinating how just everyone is wired differently and to, to respect that. Like he and I, for the, for a while, we try to get in the same kind of routine and nah, just doesn't work for me. And that's okay. So what would you say to the woman listening or the guy listening, but mainly women, I think, listen, but what would you say to them that? We are managing our career, our home, our children. And even if it's adult children, we're still yeah. we're still moms. We're still either <laughs> praying for them a lot or whatever. But how do you manage that time to just get it all done? And or how do you also not idolize the time management? Because sometimes yeah. I think that can be an issue. Oh my gosh, I didn't get all this done. And then you become just down and out on yourself. And so just talk on that. Sure. So I've definitely idolized time and tasks in the past over people. And that has caused a lot of harm in relationships. And there's been times that I valued relationships and tried to people please more and then didn't get things done. And I wish that there was like a perfect equation of, you know, tasks during the day and what people need, but really it comes down to looking at your day each day, giving it to the Lord, surrendering it, which is way easier said than done. But then having that one thing that you need to get done that, you know, at the end of the day, when you lay your head on that pillow, hopefully at the time that you've already decided that you have accomplished that one thing, because we've all had those days that have been really full. And we're like, how, what did I even get done? Because you didn't accomplish that one thing that was really needed. A lot of times it's not really about the like quantity of the things that we get done in the day. It's that quality, that one thing. So I always suggest, what is your one thing you need to get done today? And once you accomplish that, it's amazing. The ripple effect of like how that can really improve and energize you to get those other things done. Totally. You are so spot on. And for someone to, and we're not going to do the comparitis kind of thing. But to someone looking in on your life or my life, and we may say, oh, I didn't get anything done. And they would be like, oh my gosh, Tabitha, you went for a run. You did this, you did the kids, all the things you went and taught 
at the prison. You, I mean, all these things. And yet we're thinking, God, I didn't get anything done because sometimes we're harder on ourselves, right? So to give ourselves some grace too, through the process. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That grace is really important. And again, we have different energy levels as well. We have different skills, different tasks, different priorities. If I was prioritizing just my work and not taking care of the snotty noses and the dishes, it seems like a lot of times like my work and going to the prison when I volunteer, that would be more important. And it is, and I really enjoy it, but there's times that some of these tasks that are monotonous that I need to focus on, but other times I'm like, you can clean your own nose. I got to go. Right. right. Again, there's no perfect equation. It's just really important that again, you surrender everything to the Lord, you check in with him and make sure that your heart is aligned. And that again, sometimes it's okay for my kids to be super independent. And I'm like, look, like they're on a show right now as we're recording this and that's okay. And then I'm going to be able to go and hang out with them later. It's just all about balance. And sometimes it's going to feel off balance, but trust yourself Mm -hmm. to know that it'll eventually swing back the other way. It'll be okay. Yeah, that's so good. And I think we get hung up in the word balance because in every day, balance looks different. In every season and stage of life, it looks different. And we just have to know that we're in sync and in balance for us for that day. Now, for you, you have moved 20 plus times. I can't even fathom that. Were you, uh, your parents in the military? What? That's a lot. I'm like, golly, no wonder you had to manage time. <laughs> yes. Oh, my word. So really it came down to when I left for college every semester, I needed to find a new place to live. And then I had different jobs that brought me different places. And I never really stayed at one job for very long because there was promotions and opportunities. And then I got married to a dreamer and he's like, how about this house? And then how about this house? So we would stay maybe in one location, but we would move to a couple different homes. So yeah, so over 20 addresses that I've had and my eight-year-old has lived in seven different homes. Oh my word. So providing stability And here's also what I want to say. I feel like there's Mm. someone listening that needs to hear this. Mm. Our home is not our stability like Mm. Jesus is. And so every time I've had to move and (laughs) I've had to realign like, Lord, you're my stability. Yes, my home is very important and providing a home for your kids is really good too, but they're very flexible and durable as well as we are. And we as a unit, as a family unit, focusing on the Lord, that is what has given us our stability through all of that change. Such a good word, Tabitha, because I do, I think we get hung up in, in that stability that we've created instead of just trusting the Lord, because he's our rock, he's our stability. And no matter where we are, there he is. And so we get to make our home wherever he, he, he plans out, right. Where he, wherever he, paves the way we trust and we obey and we take that next step. And so I love that's what y'all have done, but I know your time management has helped through all these different moves and through the process of that journey, which has allowed you because God does not waste anything, which has allowed you to come in as a life coach, as you are with the expertise in this and having mastered time management to help others. So I love that. I love that God wastes nothing. What would you say to the person that is listening in that, and I know you just mentioned, just attack that one thing for the day, but 
is there another, like just one practical tip or step that someone could, after listening to this podcast, say, you know what, I can do that today and feel like, okay, I've got a next level of mastering with my time management. What could they do? Yes. Okay. So this is something that I resisted a long time and we'd probably need to unpack it, but I'm going to put it out there just for, sometimes you need to hear it like a hundred times. And maybe this is that hundredth time someone has needed to hear this. So perk um, it up, perk up those ears. Okay, Here we go. Right. <laughs> so it's really great to have lists, but make sure your lists are in the calendar. Make sure that all of those tasks have a day and time that you've already decided that you're going to do them. The this is where that stamp them. Time stamp them, right? Yes, this is where yes. that self-trust. And when I see that I put something in a calendar, like there is a new level of responsibility that I need to do that. But I've also had to retrain myself to do that. And I know not everyone trusts themselves to do that, but it's something that can be learned. You're not ill-equipped. Like the Lord can <laughs> help you with this. And also which is fun too, is you can add little emojis into your calendar too, to have them stand out for those specific tasks. So oh, I idea. love the little check marks. Like when my brain sees that it's yes, this is something I want to do. So just understanding like how your brain works and make it as fun. And that's my version of fun. Apparently is a adding check, an emoji a check mark. <laughs> to a calendar in hey, my phone. Like, yes, for that's sure. Awesome. So that's just one like super practical step that someone could take as well. I love that. Thank you. And we appreciate your time because we know your time is valuable and we appreciate you that are listening because we know that your time is valuable. And we do hope that this encouraged you and helped you think about your time management a little bit better. How can people reach out to you, Tabitha? Where can they find you? Yeah. So they can find me on Facebook as well as Instagram at Tab the Perry Life Coach. And then I also have a podcast called the Life Edit Podcast with Tabitha Perry. And they can come listen in on how I break down big problems into small little edits. Yes, that is a great podcast. And I was happy to be on your show as well. That was super fun. So yes, go visit Tabitha Perry and and glean from her wisdom and her knowledge and her 20 plus moves because the girl has got it mastered. So anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that your new year is in a, yeah, blessed, but in a place where you can feel good about your time management and you get stuff done and you give your, yourself grace along the journey. So anyway, thanks so much for tuning in to Visibly Fit. We'll catch you ne next time. Thanks, Tabitha. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.